how to track all of your health data with Samsung Health. This is not really all of the health data, but Samsung Health is the app that comes the closest to being a platform where you actually can track as much data as possible. So therefore, let's go into the app. So if you open the app and you can see that Samsung also has like ads in it, which is already a big disadvantage of using Samsung Health. Why is Samsung Health so nice? For one, if you don't use Apple, you don't can cannot get an Apple Watch. An Apple Watch is probably a very nice thing. I never tried one, apart from in a tech store. But the thing is that when it comes to the Android world and also the world of open source, kind of at least, the Galaxy watches and also the Galaxy fitness watches. And since all Galaxy watches are basically fitness watches, they are smartwatches and fitness watches. That's basically the best combination you want to have on your wrist. But I don't right now because well, I'm waiting for the Galaxy Watch 4. Therefore, I mean, you kind of are already tied to Samsung Health. And if you then additionally use Samsung Health as your primary health tracking device, then Samsung Health becomes kind of a data accumulation. Of course, there's also a very risky part. Do you actually want to have all of your data in one single app or maybe also synchronized across services. This is a very risky thing, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, I just decided to do it because otherwise I wouldn't have the data. Like, what in? What if in 20 years I was like a cardiologist and I actually, it would have been really helpful to have the heart rate data of like 20 years ago because that's just a comparison. And then, yeah, we could have... These are things that probably will happen, and these are things that are therefore maybe useful in the future. So, for one, you have your profile, and within your profile, you have these different cards. So, for example, you have a card for your daily activity, which is then uh, your steps, which is also other things, and also Samsung tries to make something like rings, like uh, Google Fit also does, and also like the Apple Watch also does. On the Apple Watch, I think you also have rings. Then you have exercises. That's the next thing. You can randomly um, put them together. You don't have to have the same order as me. What you can do is you have all of these exercises. There are different types of exercises. So uh, you could also add more workouts. So you have a very long list. For example, skating is not in there. So some things are just not in there. The thing is, there are different types of tracking. For one, if you track swimming and you've got a watch with you, then you count can count the lengths basically of the pool, of the swimming pool automatically, which is then counted as kilometers or miles. If you go running, it tracks also the GPS. So I don't know if it also works with swimming, but maybe, but it probably doesn't count the GPS because usually you swim on the same thing. Most of the time people don't swim like a length and then they just stay there because it's yeah, not the ideal solution for also other things. <laughs> like you have your clothes on the one place and then it doesn't just doesn't make much sense, I guess. So therefore you have running. In running and in hiking and in walking, you have basically your steps tracked, your heart rate tracked, but also the GPS tracked. When it comes to automatic tracking for walking or running, you don't have the GPS enabled. So this means the watch or the Galaxy Fit can, you can also record data on other devices and then later on sync it to Samsung Health with a third party app called HealthSync, 
but which of course also then has access to your data, which is something you also want to consider, I guess. If you only record with Samsung and then store it in Samsung, in Samsung, then at least you only have your data in Samsung. Now, when it comes to cycling, also GPS, also heart rate, and also, yeah, that's basically it. The activity, of course, also the time of the activity. And then basically everything else is there are no real data points you can track when it comes to doing workouts, for example, like lifting or bodyweight workouts. Of course, you could track the individual things, but it's just, I mean, do you really want to have like, okay, I did 10 seconds of push-ups and I had this other activity then, which Samsung Health couldn't record, and then I did 10 steps to the boxing ring. The thing is, what you usually want to have is just, okay, I did 50 minutes of workout. And this is also the reason these other workouts, so, for example, if you track uh, weightlifting, of course, you could potentially, there are also apps out there like Techno Gym, where you actually could connect the gym equipment to Samsung Health. I mean, this is also huge, I guess, but it's something that's, I mean, this works in very specific gyms and, and very specific cases, but for the other ones, it just doesn't, and therefore it's not a systemic approach, I guess. It's just an experiment. Now, you also got stretching and circuit training, dancing, hiking, swimming, treadmill. But these are all just activity tracking. So basically you track the time and also the heart rate, but not really the GPS data. Only for the things where you actually move through space and in time, not only through time, it makes sense to also track the GPS data. And GPS is only enabled if you track it manually. What it tracks automatically are things like walking, are things like uh, other workouts. So if you do, if you are a someone who works in garden construction, for example, it also, if you have something on you, then it just randomly tracks other workouts throughout the day if you are shoveling sand into another bucket, for example. Now, these are the exercises. What comes in very handy is all the exercises that are stored at Samsung Health, you can actually access trends. So there you have all the exercises and let's just see. For example, I didn't track, I began with tracking in 2017 when I tracked it a little bit with Google Fit. And basically Google Fit tracked my cycling rides whenever I biked through the city and therefore I have already a little bit of kilometers. I'm not that big of a cycler but as you can see here you have just your totals and this is just like four. This is just to track things of course. I mean Samsung Health didn't record your steps when you were five and you didn't have a Galaxy Watch on you. That's just nothing that, nothing that happens. Therefore of course these are only the tracked things but whatever you track you actually want to improve or if you don't track it, you cannot really improve it because you just don't have the data. For me, for example, getting distance just on cycling, also on running, is just a game now. And that's gamification. That's like, yeah, I just added another 10 kilometers to the bike, to the bike count, which is a very nice thing, I guess. So therefore, my bike count currently is... Let's actually see it. Where is it cycling? It's 2,000 track kilometers. So in the past I was like on different bikes, I had like these small computers and they tracked the kilometers, but then they reset again and then the battery ran out. This is basically a universal thing where you can just randomly go and track things in there. And then you have like your overall life count steps, for example, or your overall life count tracked bicycle kilometers, something that is very nice. Of course you have also just 
random things like these where you can see how active you were so this is basically the overview over the workouts and yeah you just see the calories you burned that's an estimation based on your height based on also your past activity i guess based on the amount of kilometers you cycled and yeah things like these i mean it doesn't calculate which bike you took i guess now of course it also has the steps because i i have nothing connected i only have like not very many steps today because i don't carry my phone around all the time i also just used this other phone so this is basically I record on my second phone since I currently have two phones because one is kind of not working very well. Now, you can also track your sleep, but since I didn't have a Galaxy Fit nor a Galaxy Watch, like in the. This means uh, you, my sleep tracking is kind of empty, but you have like sleep tracking, proper sleep tracking, and you also get the analysis like REM sleep or. So there are different phases of sleep and some phases in some phases you dream and this could also be potentially very important because there are also things phases where you could an app like samsung health or another app could just wake you up in the right cycle therefore it would be a lot easier to get up also the more you stand up and go to bed at the exact times the easier it gets because one it becomes a habit and for two your body is actually like yeah I guess we stand up instead of, yeah, I want to sleep for four hours because I didn't sleep for the last four hours. Now, we also have weight tracking and you also have body fat tracking in there. And with the new watches, you also have body fat tracking on the watches, which is very nice. Basically, it um, says then probably like this is your bone mass and this is your body fat mass. What I have is I have an external scale, which I actually kind of get right now before I pause the video. And this is kind of a workaround because Samsung doesn't produce scales, at least not to my knowledge, but you have to find a solution where you have the scale. Then there are scales out there that then connect via Bluetooth to a, an app on your phone and within the app, within the service, so mine is called FeelFit, that's the app. I mean, there are other apps and FeelFit is just one plain app and there are copies of that app and also of this because this is just a, something a seller's brand so they get it from probably China 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 and then they just put on their branding and then often they look the same and also have similar functionality but then whenever I step on there it automatically connects to my phone via Bluetooth and then within the feel for the app it automatically gets the weight and also the body fat data over to Samsung which is very nice because it's completely automated and therefore I only have to step on a scale which is nice and I also have to open the app on the phone because otherwise it doesn't synchronize the data so the actual feel fit scale app this is then very nice because then I have like one data accumulation health point so health data point and then you can see basically your weight in there your body fat and also your bmi which is kind of very nice and you can also see it over time but i don't show it to you right now because i mean that's just something i don't want to put out there i guess then you also have your heart rate which i also won't show you because it actually shows my heart rate maybe not here but it looks like this as you can see i mean it's not very accurate and also wasn't very in focus but i just don't want to put all my half data out there you also got stress so this means samsung constantly measures kind of whenever you have the constant heart rate data tracking on which is something you can 
which reduces the battery of the devices you use, like the Galaxy Fit 2 or the Galaxy Fit 1 or the Galaxy Watch 4 or the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic or all of the other Galaxy Watches. Or also maybe of the Garmin you use to connect basically to Samsung Health via this third-party app I already mentioned, which is called Health Sync. So you could also have a Garmin watch, then the Garmin would put everything into the Garmin app, which is called Garmin Connect, and then Garmin basically would connect to Health Sync, and Health Sync would then connect to Samsung Health, and just be like, okay, on this particular day, we had like 10 minutes of running, let's just sync the GPS data, and also the GPS track to Samsung Health, and then you would have it in Samsung Health. Um, I could also show you the FeelFit app real quick. Yeah, but there's also my weight data in there and also my... I mean, it looks very nice. It's a very nice app. And you also get tracking over time. So you have these very nice graphs, as you can see here. Yeah, you can see it, I guess. And it also is a very nice app. You can choose the color and that's it about this app. Then you have your blood oxygen. So uh, regarding the stress, the stress is, of course, like a, a multi... So this is like a, multi, a function that relies on multiple data points and you can just measure how stressed you are. I don't know. I mean, you then know. I mean, there are all these dudes out there that just, hey, I know that I'm stressed. Yeah, well, that's nice. But of course, it's something that's like, if you have an average level of stress, basically, then it just calculates if you are below or above the average. That's what the what the message kind of is. Then you also can track your blood oxygen which is now something that has been introduced with the Galaxy Watch 3 on Samsung and is also on the Galaxy Watch 4 and also on the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic. Therefore, mine is kind of empty right now. I mean, you can take a measurement every now and then. And since the Galaxy devices have also these sensors on the back, so here, you can actually measure for one, your blood pressure, for two, your heart rate, and for three, your blood oxygen level, just with the sensor that is on the back here. I mean, they're just nuts. And this is also one reason I have the Galaxy devices, because they just randomly have things built in like these. And these are not things like you don't search for a smartphone that has something like this built in, because then these are just things you cannot think about. Therefore, you just buy, it makes sense to buy just things where things like these are already thought about by other people. Then you have your blood pressure, and I also don't have like uh, a huge amount of data in there. And yeah, well, this is just another card. It looks exactly the same, but I don't want to show you all, I guess. Then you also, within like Samsung did this a year ago, and it actually got the devices approved as not medical devices, but as devices that could that could track ECG. What is ECG? It's called electrocardiogram, and it basically shows how how the current, or not the current, but much more the energy, so basically within your body, all the signaling, so all the information processing is via electricity. And basically you measure how, so basically whenever your heart pumps, there is something from the brain, it sends electricity from the brain, basically a signal, basically an impulse of electricity, sends it from the heart. No, actually the heart has its own its own system because the heart is something that's very important. Therefore, you can measure these things, basically the spikes in voltage. I don't know if it's voltage or, or current. I guess it's the voltage. I don't know right now, but 
The thing is, it's called ECG and you can track it and it's something only doctors did like a few years ago, but this is something you can now do at home. And it's the same with blood pressure. I mean, it's not the most accurate in the world, but it's just, it's out there now. And the more people that try it, the more actually the companies can see if there's something that's valuable to people. And if it's out there, then it, it's just a matter of time until these devices get us very good. Of course, there's another argument to be made. I mean, you with all this data, you can, and if you then watch an ad on Facebook, and if Facebook then has access to all of this data simultaneously, then basically you are completely readable. You are completely like everybody can see basically through you because everybody can read your emotions and maybe in the future we have something like glucose tracking like hormone tracking like neurotransmitter tracking and then basically if somebody wanted to be evil to you then he could be now that's about ecg we also have blood glucose tracking um, which is also there so i actually did it in the past because i am kind of um, I wanted to experiment with fasting and I wanted to see, so I did a long-term fast. I did like five days of fasting, which was the longest fast I did at least till now. And I mean, it's not the most difficult thing in the world. And once you get into it, once you make it through the first two days, and also if you go on keto before, it's essentially, I mean, just you realize, oh yeah, I didn't eat. Of course, only if you eat clean before, eat clean before, but now... That's why I also measured my blood glucose in the past, because also it's just something I wanted to know if there, I mean, if you don't have the data, there also could be something wrong. It's not that you assume there is something wrong, but I mean, it's just checking. It's just quality control, basically. It's just checking. It's like checking the audio of the video every once in a while, because otherwise I would record for hours or 20 minutes and then realize the audio wasn't recorded. It's the same principle, I guess. Just checking for the instances for the 1% or 5% of the instances instances where it actually would have prevented a damage from happening or something you didn't want to happen from happening. You also have blood glucose, therefore I only have, I measured it a few times, so basically the old method, which also people with diabetes use, is you take a needle and then you put it into your, uh, your finger and then you just press it out. Or you actually don't, should press it out, shouldn't press it out. And then you have, I also got a device that actually then synced via Bluetooth to another app. And this other app, unfortunately, doesn't sync to Samsung Health, which would be very nice. But I just used the, the data. So this is measured usually in milligrams per liter. Or there is also another, another unit. Milligrams per deciliter. So the sugar, basically the amount of sugar that's in your blood. That's what it's tracking. There are also two other items which I haven't enabled. And these are water tracking. In the past, it, there also was caffeine tracking in there when I still experimented with caffeine. It was very nice because then I could just use it as to see, for example, if I didn't sleep well for the last three nights and I could see the data in here, then I was like, yeah, it's maybe. And then you could go in and see how much coffee you drank. And then if there is a correlation between these two, two different data points, that's very nice, I guess, because otherwise you will never find out correlations like these because you can just perceive things not with your actual sometimes you can but only if there is a significant change but you cannot be like oh i probably slept unwell because of this and this and this and then there may be like 25 other factors you didn't know because essentially what happened is that you just worked out a little harder and therefore you slept better and then the next day these are things that happen like it goes 
I just wanted to draw to make a story out of this, but I just abrupt interrupted it. So you also can track your menstrual cycle within it. I don't know how this exactly works since I'm not that used to tracking this thing. What you now also can do is Samsung. So this is basically the home tab. And you also can see that there is also additional additional stuff like the together. So I, for example, yeah, you can just basically do challenges. It would be very nice if you could set up challenges like me and my friend, we want to run 10 kilometers this month and whoever reaches 10 kilometers first would be the winner. And then you had all these trophies. But since Samsung, it takes more the like, the, takes more the approach of being very nice to everybody who isn't like very into sports. It just says you can only do this with steps. I mean, steps are nice, but if you go cycling, then steps are not nice because then you, I mean, you did more activity, but the friend who walked around an office all day then has more steps than you. That's something that can happen, I guess. And that's therefore the together function is not the most useful. Therefore, I outsourced the together function basically to Strava. You can natively connect Strava. So basically Strava is something like Facebook just for your health or not your health, but much rather or rather for sports. This means what you can do is you upload basically automatically you upload. So whenever you hit record now, on your watch then whenever you connect so basically whenever your phone is within the reach of the active for example the active 2 i had the active 2 galaxy watch active 2 in the past or also if the watch has lte then it may be also be syncing already once you press stop again when tracking something and then it shows up in here within your samsung health device on Android or maybe it's also possible I guess on iOS and now the thing is with Strava what you now can do is you just take the same activities also I just use this I guess to make a more relaxed look and I and you can just natively you can natively then sync the activities from Samsung Health to Strava and on Strava you can then also add pictures which you also can in Samsung Health already you also can add notes but only like I think 20 characters or 25 so this is not very much so I try to put in a few additional data points but it's all it already has a few data points like the weather it has also your strides this is also something that's very nice I could actually show you if we go into my last run there are actually is a very nice analysis so what you also can do within all of your activity you can just select your runs for example and then you can go into one specific run so this was tracked on my smart watch on my galaxy active when it was still active and then i mean you can see the gps track which also then Strava uses, for example and you can see like the cadence and the speed and the average speed and also if you should improve your and in which zones for example you were like in which oxygen oxygen zones and you can see workout details like the overall calories the distance or the weather which is provided by the weather channel and you can also add an image to it and you also have something like how 
how balanced for example your strides were and if you should improve on your strides and if you should do like exercises to improve your posture when running which is something that's very nice i guess and you also have theoretically your vo2 max within it but since i don't have didn't have this tracking in the past therefore i don't have this data in here so now you also have something like preset workouts it's not the best ever but it works so you could do a program within Samsung Health. For example, you do baby steps to 5K or hit adaptive training. And this is actually something that's quite useful. And I also, I almost tried it. I mean, I did try it a few times. What then happens is, if you take part in the program, you then, this adds it basically to your sports calendar within Samsung Health. And then you automatically have all the different tracking details. Like first you run for two kilometers and once you hit the run it's then stored in there this is very nice i guess but it's not like it's the best ever so therefore i wouldn't use something have for this specific reason it's not like you it would also be nice if you could set up like custom workouts like 25 push-ups and then this and this but as i said already as i said already sometimes having something that's just a little bit simpler also helps so not tracking like every single push-up when it comes to the overall health tracking or this activity tracking is sometimes just more useful than having like because eventually you cannot keep up the detail the specifics of um i mean when running for example you have like 30 minutes of running and then you have all the data about the 30 minutes of running but when doing a workout i mean you cannot track every single step and you also cannot track every single curl because there eventually you will hit the point where you cannot track uh, if you do this and then if you do this with a rubber band for example i mean how do you track it it's not all in there therefore the bigger approach the simpler approach i guess is the better one i mean you could then use strava to upload also additionally the data if you want to use social accountability and also compare your times or also your activities or also maybe your steps but within strava you don't have the steps and maybe just show it to you so it's it's called strava it's an orange app here and yeah well in strava you have additional analysis tools especially if you are subscribed you have like you can't take the same activities and then you have something like how many kilometers you did this week for example or how many kilometers you did this year and this is very nice and you also have something like you can also add pictures so it's basically like posting yeah i did a bike ride like 50 kilometers and then all you sporty friends are like yeah that's nice and so much about strava i mean you also have segments within strava where you can be like okay this particular street in this particular city i mean who is the best who is who rode the fastest bicycle ride day there or who ran the fastest in this particular segment and it's all around the world it's basically gamification applied to sport i mean that's just nuts i guess of course there's also the downside that you compare yourself to others and this could also be not very nice but you have to figure this out on your own i guess so that's the overview of uh, using samsung health as the one and only health data tracking point